You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome on into this edition of the War Chant Report, talking about the Syracuse game. I'm Aslan Hudjavandi, joined by Tom Lang, director of original content for WarChant.com, as well as the executive producer of that dude's show, Jeff Cameron, the Jeff Cameron Show, 1 to 3 o'clock live, right here on WarChant TV, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He also has a pregame show with Tom Lang that we're going to talk about here in a second. But you can also listen to him on the radio, 93.3 FM. Hit that thumbs up button, like, subscribe to WarChant.com, whether it's here on YouTube or our actual website where we crank out all sorts of content. Tom with his observations, Ira's 321, Corey's column, Michael Lanks is recruiting, all of that for an entire year for only 10 American dollars. You got to log us, everybody. Start saving up. Don't forget, since it is a game day, you should start your day with WarChant.com and WarChant Game Day presented by Zaxby's. Tallahassee Zaxby's helping out with that. And they're sponsored and led by a 17-year Golden Chief Booster. So check us out. 7 o'clock, the pregame show with Jeff and Tom starts, setting you up for the watch-along with Dominic Robinson, myself, and Tom Lang as well. After that, you already know what's going on. Tom Lang, Gene Williams, postgame show. Join that one. Call in. Post your comments. All that sort of stuff. That said, let's talk about a football game, gentlemen. Saturday, Florida State. Six and three heads up to Syracuse to take on the Orange. 8 p.m. ACC Network. The Orange on a three-game losing skid. Or an Irish O'Fell will be representing the brand up there against Syracuse. You guys are here. I'm going to let you guys start talking in a minute here. You guys are here because we reward good behavior. And these two dudes thought that Florida State was going to score over 40 points against Miami and throttle them. They were right. This is their prize. They get to hang on to the War Chair Report. Uh, so I asked both of you, start with you, Jeff. You just throttled your... Rivals 45 to three, two game winning streak right now. You're looking good. Uh, Syracuse on a three game losing skid. When we start looking at this season, maybe from a, a larger sort of perspective and, and kind of spinning forward, if we're a jet airplane, are we pushing off the gate still, kind of turning a corner? Is this thing on a runway right now, moving in a straight line, getting ready to really take off for bigger, better things? About to take off for bigger and better things. I, I think we all probably are inclined to believe that right now. When you look at the consistency of this offense, they're also getting back healthy day to day. You see this team getting stronger, not weaker. You look around the country, you see certain teams maybe struggling with their relative health. And we know that's how football goes, man. You got to be healthy at the right times. Not only who you play, when you play, but you know, how you play when those games happen. And right now, Florida State's playing very, very well at a key time of the year. So they have an opportunity to make an impact on recruits, obviously, and on the remainder of this schedule where if you get another couple of wins, you're going to finish this year with nine in the regular season with a chance at 10 in the bowl season. Who knows where that takes this program? But one would think preseason top 25, certainly at the end of this year, you'll be top 25 if that's the case. And that is a really positive sign for a program that needed the shot in the arm that is this football season. I've never been in love, Tom Lang, but I heard you have to be vulnerable to fall in love. Uh, 
Should Florida State fans fall back in love with this program? Now, we all joke about we're ready to get hurt. Uh, we got hurt, you know, in October, but they're on the bounce back. Just how optimistic is, is the future for Florida State right now and, and springing forward after this sort of stretch that we assume uh, they'll be able to handle? Yeah, it's time to be ready to get hurt again. You know, there's I, I get the trust issues of the last four or five seasons. I get that completely. But this is a group now that has proven to you that not only can they go toe-to-toe with top 15 teams three weeks in a row. I know they lost all those games, but they wouldn't be competitive in two out of those three games a year ago. Maybe not even one of those three games about a year or two seasons ago. Now they're in a place where not only are they competitive, but they're starting to win games and beat teams that they should beat by large margins. So this is a this is a team for me and a program for me that is also on the runway, but I don't know if they hit the gas yet. It's that time when you're on the runway and you're wondering, do we make one more turn or is this the final turn before they go full throttle? The reason I say that is because they got to close strong in recruiting for next year, see what they retain talent-wise. You got to be able to prove it week after week and then season after season. Right now they're in the week after week phase. If they go up there against Syracuse on Saturday night and they show the maturity necessary to handle that opponent and have another bit of a rocking, another rocking chair result in the third and fourth quarter, then they've taken another step. Then Florida will be the final challenge of the year. They're close, and it's time to be ready to be hurt again, Aslan. So trust and love allowed into your heart. We'll do a trust fall next time on the show for Louisiana. We'll, we'll get we'll get back in person like we used to do this. Jeff, you know, at, at this point right now, you know, quarterback's obviously the most important position in football, maybe the most important position in team sports. Uh, and I think we've been, you know, maybe I was late to the show and late to the party when it comes to Jordan Travis. But I think all of us now are clearly – uh, convinced that he is a he is a, a very very good college quarterback, maybe even you know hinging on possibly being a lead if he comes back and builds off what he's done this year. But we talk enough about quarterback. What's been the thing that you know has maybe caught you by the surprise the most? Should we be celebrating this offensive line more? Should we really be lauding what Alex Atkins has done so far, or do we need to look on the other side of the ball and maybe be like, all right, all right, I'm Fuller, we'll get out of your kitchen, we'll let you cook, we like what you're doing so far. I lean towards the offense and celebrating what Alex Adkins, Mike Norvell, this offensive line, Jordan Travis, you name it, what all of them have done this year. This is a big step forward. They've been more consistent. Jordan Travis was right to be – I think we were all kind of right to be hesitant to trust Jordan Travis. There's nothing wrong with that. He had to take another step forward. We didn't say that he couldn't. We just said we had to see it before we'd believe it, and he did it, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. But so does Alex Adkins working with this offensive line. They've had to endure injuries, and yet here they are dominating people, moving people. Week to week, Florida State's running game is dominant. You kind of trust it now against almost anybody that they play. They ran all over Clemson. They really run on everybody for the most part. And so I just trust it from week to week. Game plan-wise, I trust the head coach. Uh, Play calling-wise, I trust the head coach, and I trust my quarterback right now. So I'm still in love with this offense. I tend to lean in that direction whenever anybody talks about Florida State and the improvements they've made. I'm not sure I trust the defense still. Uh, Yes, it's great to go down to Miami and throttle the Canes in a way that will be forever humiliating for them and their family members and friends and the city and the university, uh, of course. But at the same time, that Miami team is terrible. They don't have much talent. Their offensive line has been banged up. They got brutalized yet again. So I don't know if I can say yay defense to the degree that I can with this offense and how much I trust it. I, I still need to see Florida State's defense play really well against an elite offense. I mean, both were in the abyss at, at different points, maybe even you know concurrently in the 2020 season. So I think sometimes we kind of uh, forget just how bad the defense was. And obviously they're not as 
dominating Tom, but they're they're doing sort of their part. But this has just come back to really kind of marveling and sitting back and looking at this offensive line. And, you know, we talked about just be adequate, you know, maybe good, give us goodish to adequate. But what they did against Miami, what they did against, uh, sorry, Clemson, what we're hoping they'll do against Syracuse. Man, these guys, I mean, they're flying off the ball. They're they're mauling dudes. I, I It's crazy to see a Florida offensive line doing that, no? Oh, it is. Uh, it's a welcome sight. They're playing bully ball. They are bullies, and that's a nice thing to see. You want that ability to be able to go in inclement weather or on the road or wherever it is you need to play a football game outside of Doak Campbell and have something that you can hang your hat on. And now they can because they run the ball in multiple ways. It's not just trying to scheme up explosive runs like the previous season. It's that they can run outside zone, they can run counter, they can run right at you. doesn't mean that they're going to be successful all the time in all those phases, but they have more options on the ground than they've had in a long time, and the stable of running backs is also really loaded as well. I think it's no small thing as well that Alex Atkins and Mike Norvell are scheming things together instead of Mike Norvell and Kenny Dillingham. When you're working part and parcel with the offensive line coach, I think you get a greater sense of what you can do well rather than aspire to what you should do well. They are grounded in reality on this offense. And the great thing is, is that they're adding to the playbook, it seems, week by week, and things that they can establish on the ground with the run. Some of that has to do with Trey Benson emerging, but a lot of it has to do with the development on the offensive line. And I will say one thing about the defense. I'm sneaky excited to see what the defense does this week and then also down the stretch against an opponent like Florida because I feel like in practice they've been performing better and you've seen some elements of what they do that look smoother. And you got to give Adam Fuller credit for coaching around their deficiencies. They're not great in the secondary, but they found a way to limit explosive plays, keep things in front of them. If they continue to develop, to develop and have a November like they did last season, Florida State could be a little mini juggernaut here, and uh, it's in our own backyard, and that would be fun to see. Can't wait for Saturday, Syracuse, Florida State, 8 o'clock. But join us here on War Chant Game Day, presented by Zaxby's Live on War Chant TV. That's the YouTube channel you're watching this on right now. Pre-game show starts at 7 o'clock with Jeff Cameron and Tom Lang. They will uh, size up the orange. Hopefully we'll know which quarterback they'll be rolling out there by then. If not, we'll still get a full in-depth look at the Syracuse team that Florida State takes on 8 o'clock ACC Network Saturday. And then starting a kickoff, the watch-along, Dominic Robinson, former Florida State great, and myself will hold down things for the first half. And then second half, Tom Lang jumps back on in and takes you all the way to the pre-game or rather post-game show uh, with Gene Williams. He and Gene going long into the night, 8 p.m. Get a pot of the, the Luna <laughs> brewing for you guys. So that takes about 10, 15 minutes after the game. That'll be Gene and Tom taking things uh, afterwards with the game. All right, now let's do a little bit of matchup looks here, gentlemen. We'll start with you, Jeff. Uh, the Syracuse offense looked to be kind of maybe a bit of an impressive ACC unit early on the season as they got out to that 6-0 and start. Garrett Schrader, obviously sort of the linchpin of things. Rashawn Tucker, maybe the fastest guy in the conference. Uh, has he been a little bit underutilized? Some Syracuse fans wonder. Or Ronde Gatson Jr., a tight end has been kind of their their big threat. Uh, but otherwise, here in the last three weeks, they've looked very pedestrian. Uh, how do you think Florida State's defense sizes up and looks up against Syracuse? Is this one of these games where you just want the defense to be good enough? Or is it time to start creating more takeaways, being a little bit more dominant defensively? Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave 
or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Well, I I think you hit the nail on the head when you brought up the quarterback situation, Aslan. Honestly, this team has real no shot to beat Florida State if Garrett Schrader doesn't play. They got held out of the red zone uh, last week for the first time all year. They didn't feature one possession inside the red zone. Uh, That's how bad they were. People can just gang up uh, on the run game when that happens. And, and, and I think, I think they got a problem there. So we'll see if Garrett Schrader plays. Uh, I'm not a big fan of a grown man who describes a player's injury as an owie. You know, Pavers did that this week. He looked like a buffoon in doing that. And um, I, I don't know, that kind of speaks to silliness. He must be fun to play for, but anyhow, that said, um, if Schrader doesn't play, they're going to get housed uh, much the way we thought that Miami would get housed um, if Van Dyke didn't play. I don't think Miami would have been competitive even if Van Dyke played. That's an aside. Uh, I'm not so sure that Syracuse can win even with Schrader, but they certainly have a chance because he makes competitive throws on third down when they have to have it. He also has the physical toughness. He'll run the ball in situations and extend plays. So he's a dangerous player. If he's healthy, he gives them a fighting chance. Uh, I would say this. Florida State's defense is a a defense that keeps everything in front of them. They don't take a lot of chances, generally speaking. They hope to generate a pass rush. Sometimes they'll do the overload thing. We watch that when they feel they have a real advantage over a team and they just want to avalanche the situation. Sometimes you'll see them do that. I don't know that they'll do that here. I think they will just play their standard defense, kind of mostly that too high look. They come out of it here and there. But I think Florida State will play safe here and keep it in front of them and force Syracuse to earn it. I don't know that Syracuse can right now. Not enough uh, dynamic play there from them. And their offensive line hasn't been great as of late either. So even if they have all of their working pieces, I think Florida State can do enough to slow down this run game and keep uh, Syracuse in check. All right, let's look at the other matchup then, Tom. Let's look at Syracuse's um, defense and the way Florida State's offense will match up against them. Syracuse's defense runs that 3-3-5 with Tony White. He actually was a play caller for Arizona's defense in that bowl game down in El Paso. Never forget, Ira and I down there for that one. But this whole 3-3-5, you know, largely is set up to, you know, give confusing looks to the to the pass game. Uh, but, you know, Florida State's dealt with that with NC State. Hopefully they've built off of that. But obviously they leave themselves susceptible with a little bit of an undersized defensive line to stop Florida State's run game do they have any chance of slowing down Florida State's run game and if they can't they have no shot this game I would assume uh agreed on the final point they would have no shot if they can't stop Florida State's run game I think Florida State is going to have to help Syracuse along the way here in order to be held down under that 30 point watermark uh it'll have to be red zone failures or turnovers or something along those lines Syracuse majors in keeping everything in front of them 
You know, Jeff just said it about Florida State's defense. The game plan this week should be keep everything in front of you and make sure that they earn it. That's what Syracuse does. If you look at the games against Clemson and to a degree against Notre Dame, Syracuse will just lay back with eight in coverage often. They'll have soft shells on the outside, real big cushions that if Jordan Travis wanted to complete 20 passes to the flat, either bubbles or little flares to the running backs, I think this is a game that he absolutely could do it. The front line averages only 255 pounds. Again, you look at the Clemson score and you say, wow, Clemson must not have moved the ball on uh, Syracuse. Well, they did. They absolutely did. You had a turnover inside the five-yard line. That was a 14-point swing, essentially. And then you had a Will Shipley fumble going in on another drive that looked like it was ticketed for a touchdown. Clemson averaged nearly six yards per run when you take away sack-adjusted yardage on the rush totals. Notre Dame bludgeoned Syracuse just by running over and over and over again to the tune of nearly five yards per carry. The one thing I'd say for Syracuse, unfortunate for them this weekend, is Florida State proved when they were on the road against Miami that if something works, they're going to keep doing it. Kevin Steele, Miami's defensive coordinator, estimated 32 runs of counter against the Hurricanes. If Florida State finds something in the ground game that's working, they're going to stick to it. I think the key for Jordan Travis, though, is to take what the defense gives you because you'll play into Syracuse hands and that 3-3-5's hands if you're going to take shots down the field into multiple coverage sets because they do cover very, very well in the secondary. So take what the defense gives you and just stay straight ahead in the run game. I think Florida State is ticketed for another productive day on offense. Syracuse without uh, Garrett Williams, our all-ACC cornerback who uh, tore his ACL uh, late last month. So, you know, obviously, as Tom pointed out there, Florida State has the edge running the ball and then uh, downfield. Some things should be opening up for the uh, pass tack as well. Uh, About time to make predictions. But again, one final reminder, War Chant Game Day presented by Zaxby starts 7 p.m. Saturday with the pregame show with Jeff and Tom outlining the Florida State-Syracuse game. And then the watch-along starts along with kickoff at 8 p.m. Dominic Robinson, myself, and Tom. Uh, throughout the game, we'll be watching the game along with you folks at home, free of charge. Just hop on into YouTube, our War Chant TV channel. And then the post-game show with Tom Lang and Gene Williams starts about 10 to 15 minutes after the game. Uh, come celebrate what we assume will be a victory. Uh, we'll give you our picks here in a second. But first, Gene, Ira, Corey, Austin, the rest of our WarChant.com team giving you their predictions. Hey, what's up, y'all? I've uh, got my pick out here in front of beautiful Doe Campbell Stadium. And uh, it's definitely going to be one that I think y'all are like. Uh, I'm going Florida State big over Syracuse. Picking the Knolls 38-9. to um, I think this is a matchup. You know, Florida State's rolling right now. I think they're going to have a lot of success running the ball in Syracuse. And I just think, you know, with the momentum Florida State has right now, I think they're going to blow out Syracuse. It, it possibly could be a close game with uh, Schrader plays uh, because he is very talented. But I'm going with the Knolls over Syracuse 38-9. to What's up, Noel fans? I'm uh, actually walking out of a Florida State practice as we speak, getting ready for Syracuse. And I think I've seen enough. I think I've seen enough to know that the uh, Noles are going to win this game. And I predict rather comfortably. Um, now, Schrader playing or not playing will dictate how big the margin is, but I just think uh, the way this offense is playing, the way Syracuse's run defense has been the last couple of weeks, um, their offense has obviously not been very good either. Some of that has to do with Schrader not playing or playing much, but still, um, they've kind of come back down to earth. Uh, two six and three teams. I think the better one is Florida State. I know it's on the road, but it shouldn't be a snake pit in the in the Carrier Dome or whatever we're calling it. And I just believe in this offense to go up there and get at least thirty. Um, and if they get thirty, that should be more than enough against the Syracuse team. So I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict right on the number. Actually, I'm going to predict uh, Florida State thirty, Syracuse seventeen. And that's Corey Clark giving you guys the business. 
Guys, I don't know what kind of analysis they've given you so far on the War Chant Report, but I'm going to tell you some very important information right now that might be new to you. You might not have heard this yet. But whether or not Garrett Schrader plays a quarterback for this game for Syracuse is probably going to determine whether or not this is a game at all. Uh, it's just my opinion. I don't know if other guys have shared that as well. Uh, but I think Florida State is going to roll if Garrett Schrader doesn't play. I think it could be a decent game if he does play. And like Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell believes he's going to play. I believe he's going to play as well. I think it's going to be a decent game, but I think Florida State's still too strong. I think they're rounding into form. Great week of practice this week. Coming off of the impressive win at Miami, I think this team sees what's ahead of them in these last three games. They're going to try to finish strong. So I look forward to State to win this game 31-21. to If Garrett Schrader does not play, 31-3. First of all, I want to apologize for last week. I horribly underestimated this team. They were fantastic blowing Miami out. Not going to underestimate them this week. I got the Knowles winning this one. You'd expect a little bit of a letdown after that big win against Miami, but these guys are really even keeled. So I don't think there's going to be much of a letdown. I like the Knowles in this one. 34-23. Now Garrett Schrader plays. Maybe that's a little bit closer, but I still think Florida State's going to win this relatively comfortably and move to seven wins on the season. Will it be a clean sweep, everybody? Only time will tell. That time is right now. We'll start off with you then, Jeff. 8 o'clock, Syracuse taking on Florida State. 23rd-ranked Florida State in the football playoff poll. First time, I think, since 2016 the season ended. Uh, feel good, everybody. Feel good. How does this game play out? I'm Whatever you say, I'm going to pretty much mimic because you nailed it last week, Jeff. So I'm just going to echo whatever you say, but the, the floor is yours. I picked, a, I picked a good time to get it right. You know, uh, I, I, in terms of the score against Miami, I, I felt like uh, really Miami didn't have a lot for them. I do think Syracuse will play a more competitive football game than Miami did. I, I think Miami's in trouble, guys. I think they could lose out. We'll see. I, I, they're just they're in trouble right now. Syracuse will fight. They're coming off a three-game losing streak. Uh, they are six wins in. They do have an opportunity to still have a good season. They are at home at night. Uh, they do have a, a physical team. Uh, and so I do think they will play very hard. And I think the nature of the game, what we were just describing about what's there and taking what, what you give or what they're given and then our defense hanging back, I think it'll speed the game up. A lot of tackles inbounds, a lot of clock running. So I'm not going to be as robust with the score. I like Florida State to win the game 34 to 14. Okay. All right. That's about, I was about to be close on that one, but we'll let, <laughs> we'll let, we'll let Tom see if we'll uh, cover the, uh, the difference on that. Tom, what do you think about this game? You as well. Uh, Tom had a 40-burger being hung by the yep. Florida State offense. Nailed it. So uh, what do you got on this one, Tom? Uh, if Schrader doesn't play, then maybe 40 burgers can be served again. But if he does, I, I agree with Jeff. I think that there aren't going to be as many possessions for either right. team here. They're going to be longer possessions. You might have a quarter where one team has a full possession each, and then you bleed over to the next one with whatever whoever's got the football. So to me, the key to this game is patience. Patience from Jordan Travis. Patience in the running game. Stick to the plan and then execute in those situations. I've got Florida State winning the game. They are going to break the 30-point watermark again. I'll say it'll be 35-21 to 21 Florida State. Syracuse scores a few more points. Again, assuming Schrader is going to be playing. Yeah, I, I think, speaking for oh, you, Jeff, we, we assume that Schrader will get through his owie that they're sensitive to, which, I mean, work on the phrasing, Dino. Come on. They got a communications department new house. I mean, somebody helped the guy out here on figuring out phrasing. <laughs> Uh, 37, 13, I think Florida state's offense just looks too darn good. Uh, Syracuse will get a, you know, maybe a, a sloppy score here or there towards the end of the game. Uh, but Florida state just looks too good. Uh, 
got too much confidence in them right now. I think they have too much confidence, not too much confidence. They have the right amount of confidence in themselves. So I say 37-13 uh, will be the final score on that one. A reminder, if you like this show, you'll probably like the Jeff Cameron show. That goes down 1 to 3 o'clock weekdays, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Tuesday. He, he uh, Ira, and Corey do seminal headlines, as you all know. So uh, be on the lookout for that one as well. Uh, but check out the Jeff Cameron show, 1 to 3 o'clock, right here on War Chant TV, as well as 93.3 FM. And Tom's observations are also up on the website. The 321 will be following the game. The War Chant Rap will be following the game. And then we got the pregame show, 7 o'clock Saturday. Watch along, 8 o'clock. Postgame show after the game. The War Chant Rap. All this stuff. It's all available right on our War Chant channel right here on YouTube. So hit the thumbs up and subscribe. Gentlemen, your time and knowledge, always appreciated. Thank you so much, guys. Listen to Wake Up War Chant. Listen to Wake Up War Chant. Come on now. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't give yourself enough credit. A little Wake Up War Chant action. For all of us, thanks for watching, everybody. Have a great one.